Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max. And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. How have I been adapting to the coronavirus? Uh, I've been using less toilet paper, like four squares-ish. From WBEZ Chicago, this is Nerdette. Good morning. I'm Greta Johnson. It is Tuesday, March 24th, and you know exactly where I am. In fact, I'm sitting on the floor of my bedroom closet. That means it must be another edition of Nerdette's Introvert's Guide to the Good Life. At the top of the show, we heard from Jamie in Oak Park, Illinois. It's a good topical reminder that, like, if you're trying to conserve toilet paper, that's totally cool. But do not flush paper towels or any other weird stuff. But you probably already knew that already because you're not a monster. Okay, so today I think we should talk about stress baking because I would bet money that a lot of you are already doing this. But just in case this is a concept that you're unfamiliar with, I guess I just want to say you're welcome because now is a great time to start. Okay, can you hear me? Oh my God, yes, it's a voice of a person. That's so exciting. (laughs) Shauna Siever is a baker and a cookbook author. Her latest book is called Midwest Made, and it is epic. I called her on Skype, and these days, you probably know this by now, that how are you question is actually a much more important question than it used to be. You know, you used to be like, you pick up the phone, you're like, hey, how's it going? Now it's like, hey, how are you? Well, I think I'm doing really well. You know, I have two kids, so they are at home with us. My husband is working from home. It's a much different vibe around here, but I think we're feeling pretty good. You know, I just keep thinking how lucky we are to have everything that we need and have everyone healthy and together. And I tell myself that about 10 times a day. So that's that's the mantra right now. I mean, that sounds like a good technique. I've been thinking a lot about how it's more important than ever to just like have our gratitudes, you know? Absolutely. Gratitude and really letting go of any expectations. Um, And, you know, as a creative person who usually works a lot from home, I'm used to having the sacred space with the kids at school and my husband at his office and that hasn't been happening. So I've really been trying to kind of reframe my thinking in terms of my own productivity as a creative person is just not happening in the way it usually does. And I have to be okay with it, you know? Yeah, for sure. So do you consider yourself to be a stress baker? Like, is that something that you can kind of relate to that concept? (laughs) I think I turn to baking for all kinds of things. I mean, it's my job. It's the basis for everything that I write. Baking for me is the place where I find those stories and those memories that connect me to the food. And so in that sense, I'm very much in tune with baking being a stress relief because it's very easy to transport yourself to 
a happier time or a, a calmer time with a recipe. I think that's a really great vehicle for, for getting to another headspace. I also think that baking is such a great stress relief right now in our modern world because everything is always so hands off, you know, we're on our devices, we're not making things with our hands as much as we should. And so we've kind of forgotten how to do that, that sort of brain hand connection and creating something within a finite period of time can make you feel so good at a time when we're so used to working, 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 and it feels like there might not be any end. Um, I still, after all these years of baking for work and for pleasure, feel such a sense of accomplishment for pulling something out of the oven and having it be beautiful and delicious. That just never gets old. That's really lovely to hear, actually, that you're still, you're not just like, oh, whatever, it's a cake, it's fine. <laughs> so, Shauna, partly why I'm so excited to talk to you today is because a couple weeks ago, I made your banana bread recipe for the first time, and it is so good. I also mentioned it in Nerdette's newsletter last week. What do you think makes it such a delicious recipe? I think the thing that people really respond to with this recipe is what I call sort of the snowy sugar topping. It's um, a technique I kind of developed by accident where you take a little granulated sugar in a bowl and you wet your fingertips to sort of dampen the sugar and make it kind of clump up. And then you drop that over the top and it, it creates this really beautiful um, sort of crunchy sugary topping that doesn't dissolve into the batter. It sort of floats on top. And so that's kind of makes it a little special, I think. Yeah, it's almost like a low maintenance icing or something. Exactly. So yeah, your cookbook is called Midwest Made. It is so much fun even just to read through the table of contents of this book because you, I feel like you are not like you are not shying away from, I don't know, the ultimate comfort food. Like you, you've got not only this banana bread, but like candy bar baklava, white chocolate cream cheese danishes, cider donuts, cinnamon sugared pumpkin chip snack cake. Like <laughs> what would you recommend somebody make if they've got some free time in the kitchen this week? Well, I think we're all being really conscious of um, food waste right now. And I think I, I know right now there's a flour shortage. I'm sort of holding on to my last you know, bag or so and really trying to be mindful of using recipes that I know are going to work. I'm not in a position to make mistakes right now because <laughs> mm -hmm. we want you know, to use what we have and be successful. Um, I think if you can think about the simplest recipes, you know, things like a pound cake are great right now. Um, but also something that's that's fun to do is it, looking at recipes that maybe you've always wanted to try, but haven't had the time. And now is the time. So things that are, you know, we're seeing this huge boom of people making bread right now, which is why we're so low on flour. People wanting to get into the sourdough game, which is really exciting. Um, I started that myself. That was my New Year's resolution. So that's the type of person I am. I decided I was going to, my New Year's resolution was to create my own sourdough starter. And that has been such a pleasure. I mean, it, an ideal loaf of sourdough bread is nothing more than flour, water, and salt. And it has to do with the craft and the technique. And that's fascinating, you know? And I think people are kind of taking the time to do those sorts of things. And so those things that, you know, maybe just take a little more time, but they're not necessarily complicated. Um, I think people kind of misconstrue something as being simple as having to be quick, but 
sometimes a few ingredients and just having the luxury of time, you can really create something magnificent. Well, Shauna, thank you so much for talking with me. I really appreciate it. And I hope you hang in there. Oh, you too. Thank you so much. I think the more we can get into the kitchen and it's, you know, it's not a cure-all, but it certainly will make you feel better. And I think that that's what we're after right now is anything just to make us feel a little bit better. I could not have put that better myself. You're totally right. And here's the part of the show where we get to hear how y'all are doing. Hi, Greta. Jillian here from Toronto. Hey, Nerdette. This is Cassie calling from Chicago. This is Danielle from Washington. This is Lydia from St. Louis, Missouri. Jocelyn from Castle Rock, Colorado. Sarah in Seattle. Jamie from Oak Park, Illinois. Uh, Something that I have been really grateful for is uh, the combination of yoga and connecting with friends. I have been sheltering in place effectively for about 11 days. I was potentially exposed at work and have been sick with some of the symptoms, but can't get tested. Uh, I'm super grateful that I seem to be getting better from whatever I had and that I have the flexibility to work from home, still make an income, that my husband can do the same thing. I am also incredibly thankful for all of the quilters and sewers out there working on trying to make masks for nurses and physicians and everybody in healthcare and the hospitals to wear right now. I'm also really grateful for my students. I teach here at uh, Ryerson University in Toronto and we were suddenly ripped away from each other when the university shut down last week. The uh, good thing in all of this is I get to be at home with my 16-year-old blind cat, who is also pleased, as you can hear, to be the new class TA. One of the things that I am most grateful for right now is my sister. We never got along when I was getting, when when we were growing up, and now I can't imagine my life without her because she's just been so amazing. Um, So I hope everyone's doing well, and thank you so much for these daily podcasts. They have really helped me. Thanks for doing what you're doing. You're bringing a lot of joy to my life, and I'm sure many, many others. And we're going to keep listening. It's been a great week. Hope you all stay well. All right. Thanks a lot. Y'all are the best. Thank you so much. It's really nice to hear from all of you. I loved the cat meowing on cue. That's amazing. Okay, so your prompt for this week, uh, we're going to be back on Friday. We're going to be talking about books, unsurprisingly, but I would really love to know what books are getting you through these strange times. Are you like going all in on post-apocalyptic pandemic books? Are you opting for something just like super easy and light and fun? Let us know. Record your answer with your phone and email it to us at nerdatpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to tell us your name and where you're calling from because this is just so much better when it feels like we're all in it together, even though we're together from a distance. One more thing you don't want to miss in just a minute. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max, and listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Fifteen years ago today, this little TV show premiered in the United States. That's right, The Office. We spent a super long time this morning going through our favorite clips, and it turns out many of them are extremely inappropriate. But here's one that we can get away with. It's not too controversial. I burned my foot very badly on my foreman grill, and I now need someone to come and bring me into work. You burned your foot on a foreman grill. Pam, could you come get me? Uh, I have to stay here and answer the phone. Okay, could someone come and get me, please, Ryan? Michael, you should stay home and rest. There's no toilet paper here. Could Ryan tell Ryan to bring toilet paper? Could you tell him that? Oh, my God, this show. I have to say, like... I recently did a rewatch and at first you are like, oh, my God, 15 years like we've really gone a long way. A lot of this stuff is extremely inappropriate and problematic. But if you can turn your brain off in just the right way and just let yourself enjoy it, it is a great watch. And maybe turning your brain off in just the right way is exactly what you need right now. So that's it for today. The show is produced by Justin Bull. Our executive producer is Brendan Banazak. Take care, y'all. Computron experiencing emotion. Computron, I'm going to pull your plug. Okay, buddy? Okay. Just... Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Tan Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max, And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.